ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. last week they helped a lot and uh, I've recovered and uh, doing much better praise the Lord everybody welcome aboard I'm excited to be here with Pastor Joseph Ferrara who's about to serve you up some fresh bread of the Word of God uh, today is Friday August 11th 2023 brother Joseph you want to open us in prayer sure thank you it's good to hear your voice I'm glad to hear that praise report, how God ministered to you, and you're feeling much better. We know that God is the healer, and uh, we give him praise today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for touching uh, Shannon and uh, the praise report this morning. It's good that people uh, give a praise report when God moves in their life, and uh the same can happen for you today. God can give you a mighty praise report when you have Jesus in your life. And Jesus got a hold of my life, and he won't let me go. And, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that same word that I just said will be for many people today, that they will have Jesus and they will know him, not know about him, but know him, that they will have their sins forget it, forgiven, not covered, not covered, but forgiven and delivered, that sin will not have dominion over them, that they will grow in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding according to the word of God as they continue to hear. And there might be some of you out there today that have never heard the good news. You just tuned in today. And uh, you never heard the good news of the gospel. And um, you don't have a Bible. And you never went to church. Never went to Sunday school as a young boy or girl. And uh, you don't know anything about uh, God from what you see in creation. Uh, the Bible says that we know that there's a God uh, by creation. And that there is no excuse for men and women of God to make excuses about why they didn't come to the Creator. So today we honor Him, and we always honor Him. May we go to bed with uh, His name on our lips and wake up with His countenance, His presence. That's the greatest gift that anybody can have is the presence of God. So we invite you to come, Holy Spirit, uh, with your presence today, and that you would touch this ministry for this hour, that you would move throughout the face of the globe, from the north to south, the east and the west. Uh, people that have tuned in will hear the word of God and the good news that will pull them out of darkness, pull them out of the depths of sin, pull them out of bondage, break the chains and the shackles and the handcuffs that make them prisoners. Father, you're able by your power. There is no other power that can do that. We thank God for doctors, uh, but they don't have the power to do that. So, Father, I pray that you move in power. As, as Paul said, I come to you with the word 
but not only the word, but the power of the Holy Spirit. And we pray for the north, the south, and the east, and the west. Those that are in bondage, those that are afflicted with sickness and disease. We pray as uh, with them today, we join our faith with them today, that as they pray, we pray with them and believe God, that Lord, that you would hear their cry, and that they would come to you today and they would be healed in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord, for the terrible atrocities that are going on in the face of the earth, O oh Lord God. We pray that you said, you prophesied there would be wars of rumors of wars. And Lord, we, uh, we don't want that anymore. Uh, we're sick and tired of it, Lord, and someday it will go away for good. Lord, violence and hatred and, and anger and wars and rumors of wars and destructions and uh, hating your neighbor. Lord, that's not the way you wanted it. That's not the way you made it. But because of disobedience, Lord, that's what happened to this earth. And we're we're sick and tired, and we're looking to the future like Abraham, the father of our faith, is looking for a city and made by God. And uh, we're looking for that great city of hope, that great city in heaven that will come down here on the earth, and we will live in a new heaven and a new earth someday. That's the future of every Christian that uh, believes in Jesus Christ and serves him and goes home to be with him. Uh, he has a great future. She has a great future in eternity for what the Lord has planned. We honor you today, Lord, and uh, we pray for this ministry, that you would bless it, Lord, as it continues to go out. Lord, Omega Man Radio, uh, to the face of the earth, continue to pray that you bless the satellite, Lord, and that you bless everybody that's with this ministry today in prayer and support. I pray for prayer and support for Omega Man Radio, that people will pray and uh, support it financially, Father God, and that there is no bills that uh, you will bless him. And uh, as the administration of this ministry, that everything will be taken care of. Father God, you love a cheerful giver. Hilarious giver. You love them. That's what you love. And we give our lives to you, Lord. People say, well, you gave your life to Jesus. Yeah, well, I found my life. My life is in Jesus. That's the truth. My true life is in Jesus. Your true life is in Jesus. If you're not in Jesus, you haven't found your true life yet. And yes, there is a true life to be lived on this earth. Uh, you don't have to wait to go uh, into another dimension. It can be done here in the spirit. That's why you need the new birth. The new birth. So we honor God today. We ask him to bless this ministry and that his will will be done. We know his will is that no man perish. We pray that this will be an instrument of salvation and healing and deliverance and uh, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that you would use this uh, ministry that you have birthed, Lord, to uh, do these great works. You do great works. You do wonderful works. And we thank God that we're a part of it, Lord. We continue to need you to work in our lives. Father God, uh, you told us to lay our life down as a sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, which is our reasonable service. So we lay down our lives for your reasonable service today. I continue to pray for the widows. I continue to pray for the orphans that are dear to the Father's heart. And we pray and ask you to take care of them today and always, O oh Lord, that you would pour out your spirit upon them and that they will have a great future. You knew them before the foundation of the world. You knew what was going to happen in their lives. We pray that you take care of it, Lord, today as we pray for them. 
We pray that you be exalted today. You said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So we trust that and we obey that and we preach that today. And everybody say, Amen. 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 I'm in Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4. And I'm in verse 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife. So that means that they came together. The word knew means that they had intercourse. And uh, so God told them to be fruitful and multiply and to fill the earth. And uh, God's plan was for uh, God to have a family. God to have a family on this earth and to produce and that the children would grow up and produce the same way and that they would believe in God and they would fill the earth with righteousness. This was God's plan in the beginning. So Adam and Eve in verse 1 of chapter 4 of Genesis says, Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. She again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So you see here, this word stands out. I've gotten a man from the Lord. And it sounds like, you know, if you put emotions behind that, that she was very proud, she was very happy, that she had a a healthy baby. You know, a lot of people don't want babies. They, They kill them, even before birth. And then when they come into the earth, they don't want them. And that's the way they grow up, even from the womb. And uh, a lot of damage is done to children because they don't have a great voice like this voice. I've gotten a man from the Lord. It sounds to me like, you know, they did it. They did it. They came together. They obeyed God's will. And they got a man. And uh, so his name was Cain. And uh, she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. So there are differences here. Just like in uh, families, uh, children are not identically the same. They have differences. And the parents have to... uh, Uh, really, according to the will of God, is to uh, train up a child in the way that it should go and so that when uh, things happen in its life, it will not depart. And you could look at it both ways. Uh, Not only spiritually to train train up a child, but also uh, that it will not depart from the faith, but also that God would show you uh, what's in the child, what he has deposited in the child, and that you would uh, lead that child in that direction um, in their life. Like uh, if you see one of your children that is highly uh, uh, blessed in uh, uh, just picking up uh, the drums and playing drums, that would be a great gift uh, to play in church. That's a gift from God. They had no lessons. They just picked it up and started playing. And the same would go for a piano or or someone that could sing. These are all gifts that God gives to man. The Bible teaches that in the Bible in in the beginning that God had given gifts and talents to man. And uh, some men, you know, have uh, special gifts uh, to uh, fix cars or. They just grow up that way. It comes natural. That's from God. They have that mechanical gift. So you get the understanding of also how you lead up a child in the way that it should go. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto God. In the process of time. So there was plenty of time to get things right with God as they grew up. 
Now, like I said before, a lot of people don't grow up with God. They don't have the blessing of going to church or going to Sunday school as children, but they know in their heart, by looking at creation, there is a God, because this just didn't happen. And uh, everybody has a conscience. So uh, uh, in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord. So God would receive offerings, and that went through the Old Testament uh, in the order that God had called uh, man and the priesthood to offer up sheep, goats, and uh, give them as an offering, the blood. The blood was an offering for the people's sins. And the priest would uh, once a year come before God, holy priesthood, and uh, he would make the Day of Atonement uh, in the Old Testament uh, for the people's sins. And, uh, but it didn't deliver the people. It covered the people, covered their sins, but it did not deliver them. Sin still had power in their lives. And they had an order of uh, worship in the Old Testament. You know, they had the temple and... Uh, how God instructed Moses, and they had the church in the wilderness, and they had the law, and this is the way God dealt with the Old Testament church. And it was Jewish. They were all Jews, and the heathen did not want Jehovah. They had other gods that they had made. And uh, so there was always strife. They would try to come and attack the Jews, and uh, the Jews always had to fight for their land and for their prosperity. But God was with them. Verse 4 talks about Abel. Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Now, I believe the Bible teaches that they knew, they knew the order of how to come before God with an offering. And that came from their father and mother, Adam and Eve, and they were taught that way, how to give an offering. And a lot of people believe here that religion was also involved, that you can do things religiously and uh, try to please God. And, but that's not God's will. God has an order of how he wants to be worshipped and how uh, he wants uh, for sins to be forgiven. And uh, God doesn't do it any other way. It is his way, or people say no way at all. It is only his way. Uh, we have to remember that God is God. And uh, he made the sacrifice, uh, and uh, we see here that they knew. They knew from Adam, and they knew from Eve the order and the way to sacrifice. So God had respect unto Abel's offering, but not to Cain's. Cain was not in the will of God right here. And uh, we see here that God says it, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. No respect. No honor. It's not blessing me, God says. And Cain was very wrought and his countenance fell. So he was very angry that God did not accept his offering. And with anger, as you know in life, all you that are listening to me, some of you are 20 up to 20 to 100 years old or maybe older, that you know through life that we have emotions and we have anger and we have strife and we have unforgiveness and we have uh, 
um, you know, you want to get back. You want to get back vengeance. You have vengeance uh, in in uh, your heart, or maybe you don't, but you know somebody that does. And you've grown to see all these emotions in uh, people's lives, worry, uh, unbelief, uh, no faith, uh, disobedience, rebellion, and all these things that are in the earth today, that are in people's lives today. And you see a lot of people practicing uh, anger, anger. Now, the Bible teaches that you can be angry but not sin, not sin. So you could be angry as long as you have your anger in control at people that have abortions, that kill babies. You could be angry. You know that that's wrong. The Bible teaches against it. And uh, God is angry at it. And uh, so that's a way that you could be angry, but you have your anger under control. And you do something good with it. It says to help the oppressed in the Bible. God did not have respect unto Cain's offering, and he was down. His countenance wasn't up. He wasn't happy, didn't have a smile, didn't have no joy. He was down. He was down. And the Lord said to Cain, Why art thou wrought? Why art thou angry? So the Lord came to him, And he started to deal with them. Why is thy countenance fallen? What happened to your joy? What happened to your smile? What happened when you come into my presence? Why are you down? Why are you angry? Why do you have a bad attitude? And uh, he says... If thou doest well, God says, if thou doest well. So he was not doing well as far as God was saying of this offering. And the way he was reacting to God. He was not doing well. Shalt thou not be accepted? God says, if you do what's right, I will accept your offering. And he knew the order of the offering of God. He knew it. It was handed down to him. He knew it. Just like you can tell me you didn't know better, but inside your heart you knew better. You knew better. And a lot of people in jail today, they're all innocent, but because they want to get out, they don't want to be there. They're angry that they're there. But in their heart, they know they're guilty. They know they're guilty. So we have a conscience. We know what's right and wrong. And there has been a lot of of wrong done up until this point that it affected them so badly in this family. So the Lord says, be accepted, and if thou does not do well, sin lieth at the door. So God has given him a warning just like he does with us. God says, if you do this, you'll be accepted. If you do not do this, you will not be accepted. It's the same way today God has not changed his will as far as what he says. That's why we sing the song, trust and obey. There is no other way. 
to be happy in Jesus is to trust and obey. To obey God is better than sacrifice. So the best thing for us to do is to do what's right. To be obedient to God, to have that kind of a drive in us, no matter what happens, I'm going to do what's right. I'm not going to follow the crowd that's going down the highway. I'm going to follow the straight and narrow, no matter what. I might get uh, spoken against. I might get left out. I might be persecuted. They might throw stones at me, but I'm going to do the right thing with God. My mind's made up. My heart is fixed. I'm going all the way. I'm going to do what's right. Well, he couldn't sing that song. Sin was lying at the door. God was warning him, if you do what's right, you will be accepted. If you do not, sin lieth at the door. So God was telling you, him, if you don't do the order that I want and bring the right offering, there's sin waiting for you, your disobedience. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. So the sin will rule over him that he does. And uh, we can have the victory over that today. The Bible says sin will not have dominion over you. But you got to go in the order of God. I have to go in the order of God. I got to do it God's way. So, what happened? Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. So what was in his heart, which was not contained, it was out of control. What was in his heart made him do what he did. He did not control it. He did what was wrong. And he killed his brother. He killed his own brother, and this is against God's plan. God wanted a family. God wanted them to fill the earth. God wanted them to get married and produce and have children And now you see that he's dead. Innocent blood on the earth. A man takes another man's life. This is the beginning of why we are in the state we are in today. In this this world, it's everywhere. From the north, the south, to the east, and the west of this globe, you got wars, you got rumors of wars, you got nations rising against nations, you got ethnic groups rising got, uh, against one another, you got violence, killing people in the street, innocent people getting killed, out of control because it all started here. And that's why we're in the mess we are today. And we have to live in this earth today of violence and people choose to hate one another with all these broken emotions that are out of control and there's so much violence and so much hatred. It's all over TV. People turn the TV on and they have to watch this junk on TV. Everything is violence. Everything is wars and rumors of wars. Killing one another, hating one another. Soldiers coming back out of their mind from the destruction of war, coming back with no arms, no legs, 
and no eyesight, burned uh, 100% in their body from war, in hospitals for their life, and wheelchairs, and this is the cost of what they did. This was the seed that was sown by this man. Of Can't you see, it says? Now the Lord intervened, and the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel, thy brother? In God's mind, God was probably thinking, You guys are always together, and you're all having fun, and uh, laughing, and having a good old time. Where's your brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? He lied. Lying comes in. So you got anger out of control and everything that goes with anger. And now he's lying to God. To God. His heart is wrong. And that's what happened. The wages of sin is death. That's what happened from the beginning. That's what's destroying the world. It's the inside of man. Right in the middle of man is his heart. And government tries to pass laws, and man tries to do all these things to help the problem, but they're not going to work. They'll never work. Because the problem is inside the heart of man. And that's what Jesus preached. He told the religious leaders of the day, that were doing all these religious things, making up man's tradition, and doing all these things to think that they would be blessed by God and honored by God because they took the word of God and they made it of none effect because they made their own laws. And what were they doing? Well... If you eat with a dirty cup, it's a sin. Jesus says to them, no. It might not be decent to eat that way, but it's not a sin. The sin is in the cup of your heart. That is the sin. That's where it all comes from. That's what happened when Adam... And Eve disobeyed God. They had this son that was totally out of control, and he killed his brother. That was the seed of the fall. That's what they produced. The Lord said unto Cain, Where is thy brother? Where is Abel? I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? You see here, no love. No love, no respect towards God. No honor towards God. No repentance. No telling God what he did. God knew everything. He knew what he did. And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother. Blood crieth unto me from the ground. You know how much blood is crying out to God on this earth? As we talk today. For vengeance. Innocent blood. Was shed.
And now art thou cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. How many people today have died and are buried in the grave with blood on their hands? Murderers. They've killed people, innocent people. They've just taken their life. Where is the sanctity of life? What does a human being mean to you? It's God's creation. God created that human being. So God cursed him. He says, when thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in all the earth. And that's what you have today, vagabonds. Fugitives running to and fro to the earth with sin in their lives and practicing sin and hating one another and hating their labor, hating their jobs, hating their bosses, hating their wife, hating their husband, hating their children. Causing wars and rumors of wars. Blood on their hands. People are vagabonds. Just running through the earth. Where are they going? Do they know where they're going? Do they know what they're doing? No, they just keep running. They just keep running. And Cain said unto the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. God knows how to punish us. And he's merciful, the Bible teaches. But he's not going to clear the guilty. This man is guilty and needs to repent. And get right with God. I'm going now to Exodus 34. And uh, the tables are being renewed. The Lord said unto Moses, Who thee two tables of stone like unto the first? And I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables, which thou breakest. And be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. No man shall come up with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount, neither let the flocks, the herds, feed before the mount. And he who two tables of stone, like unto the first, and Moses rose up early in the morning, went up into Mount Sinai, and the Lord had commanded him, and took his hand, the two tables of stone. And the Lord descended in the cloud, and stood with him there, and proclaimed the name of the Lord. He wanted to see the Lord's glory. This was the instructions that God gave to Moses. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. This is the back parts of the Lord. The Lord would not show him his front parts. And you see how good the Lord is. And the Lord says, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And that will no means clear the guilty. God will not clear the guilty without repentance. And the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That goes for the whole human race. 
visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon the children's children, unto the third and to the fourth generation. Curses. Curses from one generation to the other. I will not clear the guilty, God says. Men are sinners. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's the way we came in the earth. God has a problem with humanity. Humanity has a problem and they can't fix it. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of people in jail today all over the earth because of their inward parts. David said, I desire truth in the inward parts. But God said, cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby you have transgressed. Make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will you die? For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live. God has no pleasure in people dying in their sins. He wants to save them. He promises in his word to give us a new heart if we do it his way. Where we can have victory over our fallen nature. The Bible calls it the flesh. That is our sinful nature that you and I are born with. As soon as we come out of our mother's womb, we give great joy to that baby, but another sinner came into the earth. And that sinner needs a new generated life, which means to be born of the Spirit. And God is getting the word to the people that need that. So what is the answer? John chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Grace. Jesus came with grace and truth. Grace and truth to save us from ourselves. To save us from our heart that is full of sin. Our heart that we're born with, God says, I'll give you another one. A new one. And that will help you in your life. When you're born of the Spirit, you must be born of the Spirit. And how does that happen? How does that happen? Paul says in chapter 2 of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. 
the power of God. We trust in a person. His name is Jesus. Jesus, to save our soul, to change our heart. God said he'll give us a new heart. We're saved by grace. We cannot change ourselves. We can't do it. We need God. We need God's plan. We need to be born again. All of you that are listening to me, you've been born of your mother and father. No matter how it happened, you're alive right now and you are a human being. And Jesus died on the cross for you and he took your sins upon him and he paid for them at the cross and he gave an offering to his father, which was his body and his blood. And when you receive him and ask God to forgive you and you repent, you are cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. That is the order of God. That's the way God does things. Without blood, there is no remission of sins. The blood of Jesus Christ is what God accepts, not man's tradition, not what they call religious observances. No, there's no power there. There's no demonstration of the Holy Spirit. There is no power. There's only power in the blood that gives you a new heart. So when you receive Christ and you look at the book of Ephesians in chapter 2 it says wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air and the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. That's the, the way we were born. We had a spirit of disobedience and rebellion. We are dead in trespasses and sins. Ephesians 2.1. This is in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 1. So everybody that does not have Jesus Christ is dead. Spiritually dead. Have not been born again. And the only ones that belong to God are those that have the Spirit. So you must be born again, my friend. There is no other way. You have an ungenerated heart. You're living according to the course of this world. You're in the kingdom of darkness. Satan is using you as an instrument. But when you receive Jesus Christ, when you come to the cross, God breaks all that dominion and he has no more dominion over you anymore because Jesus broke it at the cross. Victory, victory is mine when I become a Christian. That's your adversary. That's your adversary. Sin will lie at the door, but you have dominion over that sin. And if you do fail and you repent, God will forgive you and cleanse you by his blood. When you are sorry and you repent, First John 1 John 1.9. God knew that we would stumble and fall in our growth. And God is merciful when our heart is right towards him. This is God's order. 
You ever hear the expression, I have to get my house in order? Well, that's what people do when they're ready to pass from this earth. They get their house in order. They pay their bills. They make out a will. They do all this stuff and they say, well, if I pass, now I'm ready. I got my house in order. No, 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 no. That's all good and fine, but you need to get your life right with God. That's number one. God is going to require your soul. It's unto man once to die and the judgment. We will all stand before the living God, Jesus Christ, and we will be given account of what we did here. And if we don't have Jesus Christ, and our name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, we do not belong to him. And he will say, depart from me, I never knew you. I never had a relationship with you. You rejected me when I called you. I told you that I would forgive you and give you a new heart. And when you receive Christ, that's what you will have. You will have a new heart. You will have Jesus Christ in you. When you're born again, yes, you will still have your old nature. But now you can choose to do what the Spirit tells you to do because it's inside you, and now you yield to the Holy Spirit. You do not have to yield to the fleshly nature anymore. You do not have to yield to the old man and do what's wrong. You do not have to do that. You have power now at the cross, and you can defeat your, your own flesh, and you can defeat the devil, and you can defeat, defeat the things of this world. And you can sit in glory when you go home in thrones with God and rule and reign for eternity with Jesus Christ. This is the victory that God has. This is God's plan. This is God's plan to do what's right. To do what's right. You know about sin. I know about sin. Sin is everywhere. Men get uh, tempted every day. Every hour there's temptation. But we can overcome by watching and praying. Jesus told us to be on God, to be alert. He told the disciples that were in the garden with him. He told them to watch and pray, be watchmen, because he knew that they were going to be taken away. When the Roman soldiers came, they were going to go after them and take them away. But they ran, they were scattered, according to Scripture, when the, when the shepherd was smitten. Jesus told them in advance, get out of here. They're coming for you. He was the good shepherd and cared for his people. He says in his word, my sheep hear my voice. Are you one of his? You hear him talking today? It's his word. Yes, I'm talking to you. But I'm a minister of the gospel. He's called me to do this, to minister to you so you can have salvation. How are they here without a preacher? Those that call upon the Lord, whosoever, whosoever shall call upon the Lord. We just preach. We sow the seeds. We preach the gospel, the good news with love to the people and tell them that Jesus loves them and he wants them to be saved and he has a victorious life for them as they grow in Christ. I'm going to uh, say a prayer and all those that are willing to change today and do what's right in God's eyes 
and be blessed by the Lord with salvation can receive Jesus today and be born again and have a new life according to the Bible. If you confess with your mouth, Romans chapter 10, and believe in your heart, Romans chapter 10, that Jesus did all these things for you at the cross, you shall be saved, and that he rose again from the dead. That's what it says. But first, you must know that you're a sinner. The Bible says that we must confess our sins. That we must be sorry for our sins. We must repent. We must come to a righteous God that died for sinners. Jesus died for the human race. And we all have sinned and come short of his glory. You believe that? You believe that Jesus came here with the remedy for the human race? We're all sick. And he's the great physician, and the word can heal us. You believe that? Well, you have to accept it. You have to confess it. It's part of your confession. But I can't do that for you. I can give you the prayer, but you got to say it to God. And then your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It's confirmed. That you are one of his. And when you pass from this earth and you stand before him, he will look in the book of life and you will get rewards instead of being judged for your sins. I'm going to say the prayer right now. Everybody that wants Jesus, that wants a new life in Christ, say this from me. Be sincere in your heart. And you do it because you believe it. That's what's called faith. We do it by faith. We take our belief and we do it by faith. So just say this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe that I have sinned. I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. I believe that I am a sinner. I ask that you wash me clean now with your precious blood that you shed for me on the cross. I believe that you died and you rose again from the dead. I believe what you did at Calvary. I cry out for mercy today. I stand before you right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and to be my Lord and be my Savior. I thank you for what you've done for me. I confess it to you right now, that you are my Savior and Lord. I confess that my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I confess that I'm clean now, I'm washed, because I've repented of my sins, and I've asked forgiveness. I believe it, and I stand before you now. And I believe I'm born again of the Spirit. And I have a new life in Jesus Christ. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. This is God's grace. We are saved by grace, not by works, not because we're a good person. We're saved because of the work that Jesus did for us at the cross. He did it. We receive it, and now we do it. If you don't have a Bible, get yourself a Bible. The book of John is a good place to start. And as you pray and go on with God, just pray today and thank him and praise him. This is the greatest moment of your life. Ask God to guide and lead you to a full gospel church where you can have a pastor or an apostle to teach you the word of God, because God has a work for you to do. Before the foundation of the world, God knew you, and God's made it possible for you to be saved today, and that you will stand before him someday, and you will receive rewards, and not judgment for your sins. 
We love you today. My name is Pastor Joe, and my wife is Joanne, that she helps me with the ministry. And we thank Jesus Christ. We lift him up today for his great love towards us in the human race. Am I my brother's keeper? This is the title of this message. Yes, I am my brother's keeper, and I care for your soul. And I love you, and I want to see you in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Joseph, a powerful message that you brought today. Praise the Lord. And we'll have this uploaded in the archive here in the next hour. Now, folks, uh, all these shows that we do live uh, get put up into the archive. And you can find a link to that from my website, omegamanradio.com. So I'm getting them done now faster than ever, usually same day. And uh, once you get over to the archive, you can get any of these programs you want, download them for free. Brother Joseph, we thank you for coming on, my friend. Have a great weekend. We love you. Great word. I'll see you next time. Okay, Sean, and bless you. Bless you, my friend. That was Brother Joseph Ferrara. Now, if you're in the mix and lore player, Stand by, I'm going to stop this and save it and start it right back up. So get ready for a refresh. <laughs> 